top floor. Going up to top floor marked another rite of passage. Most of the dorms on the top floor of the main house were smaller than those on the bottom floor, usually only about four people in each. Lights out was later too, by half an hour. As the top floor was in the eaves of the house, most of the rooms had low ceilings. One of the rooms was for just two people, and they were prefects who were given this room in order to keep an eye on us. We were no longer thought of as tweenies, but we were not yet students. It didn't matter to us what we were called. We certainly felt quite senior once we were in dorms on the top floor, and even though we had two prefects up there with us, they were usually in Leoville or Barn, where most of the other students lived. They didn't take too much notice of us. Some of the dorms on the top floor were so tiny that we had to be really creative about storing all our things, but that didn't bother us either. Underneath our beds were stuffed with point shoes and tutus and our tuck boxes now lived at the end of our beds, no longer with food in them, but crammed with clothes and personal possessions. Hooks everywhere to hang things on. I'm still fond of hooks. Some dorms were more coveted than others. Ark was a big favourite. The walls were all dark wood and the beds were tucked right under the eaves. Sounds claustrophobic, I know, but we loved it. Tower was another great dorm. It was the largest room on top floor, with a real tower attached to it, where there were floor-to-ceiling windows and an ornate balcony, an iron balcony, all the way around. We were allowed to go on this balcony, which was pretty risky, as it was tiny and rickety. I'm sure it would be out of bounds in any school nowadays. When we had fire practice, we had to scale down an outside ladder from the balcony and tower, which was two flights up. It was from this balcony that we suspended our grey school socks filled with sour milk that was so old that it soon solidified. The foul-smelling socks would drip and drip until it eventually turned into cheese, which we ate. We were always hungry. This was before we had any thoughts of controlling our weight. After all, we were so active that this should never have been a problem, but later on it was a big issue. In the meantime, we made our own cheese out of old milk and it was pretty good. Now we were getting really interested in the opposite sex, and in Tower we lined the walls with huge posters of our favourite male pop stars and sportsmen. They were Gary Glitter, David Essex, David Wilkie the Swimmer and Gilbert O'Sullivan. An eclectic mix. Also, while we were in Tower, we found a little bird that had fallen out of its nest, and we nursed it back to health with bread soaked in milk and mashed up worms. Mr Judd was our form tutor at that time and he allowed us to bring our little bird to classes. Our desks were arranged in a semicircle and our little bird used to hop from desk to desk all through our classes. When we were in dance classes, we would leave our bird in the classroom and rush back to it as soon as we could. When it was strong enough, we took it outside and began to teach it to fly by throwing it in the air. Our little bird was becoming pretty good at flying, so we decided to throw it from the balcony with one of us on the ground to catch it as it fluttered down, which it did for the first few days. We knew all about strengthening muscles and increased its flight by one flight every day. And on the seventh day, on its seventh flight of that day, in a biblical display, 
our little bird flew up instead of down and away into the sky. We missed our little bird, but we thought we had given it the very best chance of survival.